morning. My name is Tabitha Contour, and I'm a realtor in Huntsville, Alabama, and you are listening to Selling Rocket City Podcast. Hope everyone's doing okay. This is my second in a series of weekly podcasts about the local real estate market and what you can expect as a buyer or seller in our market here in the Huntsville-Madison area of northern Alabama. So today I wanted to Ooh, I need to take a breath because it has really been a busy month, but I wanted to talk a little bit about the advantages of going ahead and getting your house on the market now versus waiting for the typical, what we would call spring market around March. So currently our inventory is down a bit. Pricing is still down, but starting to make a tick upward, which is a good sign for our 2013 real estate market in the Huntsville area. But that being said, there are a lot of buyers out in the market right now. We've seen increased open house activity as well as increased web traffic. First time home buyers are finally deciding, you know what, if I'm going to do it, I better go ahead and do it before rates start to go up and prices raise and the cost of home ownership has risen. So that being said, it's a perfect opportunity if you're planning on listing your house in March or April, hoping that you'll get that after school rush in the May market, you should go ahead and get it on the market now because that gives you an added advantage. What we're going to see in March and April is an influx of many homes that were taken off the market for the Christmas holiday season come back on the market as new listings. And all that does is just give potential buyers much more opportunity to pick another house over yours versus if there's two homes currently in your neighborhood for sale, why not jump on the market as the third and get that opportunity? Whereas you might miss that in March or April if you wait and there are 15 houses available on the market. That's just my word of advice. Um, I definitely think you should. there's no reason to wait. Pricing is going up. And that's you know going to be a trend we continue to see as we move forward towards the spring and summer markets. And from everything I've read and everything I hear from the loan officers that I work with on a regular basis, they're not anticipating the, the rates to change significantly in the first six months of this year. They will start to gradually go up, but no significant differences. The other really interesting thing that we've seen in our local market is that high value homes have started to move. You know, it has been typical in the Huntsville area that an $800,000 home could be on the market for 18 months before you get a buyer. Well, we're starting to see that market, that area of the market, actually become what we consider a healthy market, which is within six months. So that's a very promising thing that the higher value homes are actually starting to move. Very positive sign for our market. Um, what I consider a high value home is anything over 400, 450 in the Huntsville area. Of course, that drastically changes depending on where you're located. I know in Northern Virginia, 400,000 is a starter home in a lot of areas, but in the Huntsville market, I consider that a higher value home. And we are starting to see that market above 400 really start to get a lot of activity. But the advantage is we haven't seen a lot of new homes in that market hit hit the, real, the current active real estate market. So if you have a home that's a higher value home and you've been on the fence about whether or not you want to try and sell, now is the time to give it a try. A lot of buyers out in that market looking around. So that's another piece of advice I would give you. 
uh, I always do a little FAQ session and talk about questions that I'm getting from both buyers and sellers and just general questions. You know, when I'm holding an open house, I get a lot of neighbors that will stop by just because, well, numerous reasons. One might be just because they're nosy. Another could be, you know, that person's been doing a lot of updating to their house and I want to see how it turned out. Or another could be, you know, they have a friend at at church or work that's looking for a home in the area and they wanted to see if it might be a good fit. But in these conversations with these potential buyers and sellers that come into my open houses, I get a lot of very interesting questions. One of the questions I get, and it's so specific to our area here in the South, but is I'm thinking about selling my house and should I remove all of my sports memorabilia? Well, like I said, this is an interesting one because we're in Alabama and I, you know, anyone who lives in Alabama or is from Alabama knows that this is SEC territory and that college football is do or die. People, you know, families divide over this. Marriages break up over, over SEC football. So because of that, I would recommend in the Huntsville area, if you have a Alabama room or an Auburn room or LSU room and you have a lot of memorabilia around your house that's specific to one one team or another absolutely I would take that down before we put your house on the market it sounds ridiculous but you could potentially lose a buyer because of your taste in football teams and there's no sense in losing a buyer over something such as, you know, you're an Alabama fan and they're a diehard Auburn and they won't buy your house because, well, they would never buy a house from an Alabama fan. So there's my thoughts on that. Absolutely. I think it's almost in this area of the country, it's more important to take down sports memorabilia than it is family portraits. But as far as family portraits go, I think they should be minimal at best. You know, you don't want a potential buyer to come into your house buying you as a family. They're buying the home. So we want to make sure, I'm not saying you need to take down every photo you have of your kids or your family or your boyfriend or girlfriend, but I do think that we need to keep it minimal because we want to make sure they actually see the bones of the house rather than just staring at a picture of your, your either yourself or your family. So those are my kind of thoughts on that. I just finished writing an article for the Huntsville Times that actually will be in the paper this Sunday regarding color palettes and trends on preparing your house for sale. So I just thought I'd talk a minute about my advice there. Um, one of the trends that I talk about is painting brick. So if you have an older home and you're looking to put it on the market and you want a little bit of an edge, I would recommend that you think about painting your brick. Now, when I say paint your brick, I don't mean paint your brick electric blue or gold. I'm talking about a neutral hue. So a tan, a taupe, a gray. And when I say gray, I mean a muted gray, not, you know, what you would think of as dreary gray. Um, white even would work. I have both a blog and a Huntsville Times article that's coming out about this, but on my blog, I actually show an example of a home that was brick and was painted tan. It does update the home. It gives it a bit more curb appeal. It modernizes it, especially if you just have, in Huntsville, we have a lot of what I would just call typical ranch homes. And they're older, you know, they're 25 to 50 years old. And if you're looking for a way to make your home stand out from your neighbors, painting your brick is a great way to give it a new 
updated look and make potential buyers want to come inside because the curb appeal is such that they feel that the inside would reflect that curb appeal. So that's one way that you can get potential buyers because obviously, you know, you're going to catch your buyers by the photos that are put on the internet of your home and by the typical drive-by that buyers do before they schedule an appointment with their agent. And if you miss them at either one of those opportunities, you've lost them. They're going to move on to another home because guess what? It's a buyer's market and there are a lot of homes on the market and they don't have to look at yours. They can look at your neighbors or the one the next street over. So you have to have something that separates you. And that needs to be appealing pictures online where they're like, wow, I have to see this house. It looks really good. Or when they drive by, oh, that's so cute. I can't wait to get inside that house. So as far as interior colors, I know that tan has been like the go-to color for the last few years for interior walls. And while tan is still great, uh, there's nothing wrong with tan. I think you absolutely should go with neutral colors. If you have a lot of wallpaper in your house, you know, it was built in the 80s and you've got flowers everywhere or ducks, take it down. Um, either pay someone professionally to take it down if you're not confident in your ability or take it down yourself. That is one of the first things I see buyers all the time turn around because the house is full of wallpaper and they look at that as a big liability and a big undertaking. People don't want to come in and take down the wallpaper. So I recommend you take down any wallpaper and paint the walls a neutral color. And by neutral, I mean tan or another color that's making a, a big statement right now is gray. And there again, when I talk about gray, I'm talking about muted grays, a light gray, a, light, a gray that illuminates light. And that's a very trendy, popular color right now for the interior. So I think, you know, you should either go with one of those. And if, you're, if you want a bold statement color, say you want a room in brown or burgundy, I would recommend that you stick to the office space for that bright color or that pop of color, the dining room, and the kitchen. Don't go painting halls and living rooms with really bold colors. Just not a good idea. It's not appealing to a lot of buyers and people look at it as work they're going to have to do as soon as, as soon as they close and they'll move on to another house that doesn't have that work that needs to be completed. Another thing you can easily do to update your house before you put it on the market is just update all of your fixtures. And when I say fixtures, I mean if you have brass faucets, change those babies out. Brass faucets are one way, and brass light fixtures are one way to very quickly tell a buyer that your house was built a while back and you haven't updated it. So even if you don't want to replace the bathroom vanities or you don't want to replace the kitchen sink, replace your fixtures. It's an inexpensive fix and most homeowners can do it themselves. Or if you have to call a plumber or electrician to change those out, it's very inexpensive, but it's well worth the difference in the offer you're going to receive if your home feels dated versus if it feels like it's, it's current and it's been updated and taken care of. So those are a few of my tips today. If you have any questions, please feel free to Facebook me or email me. Go on my website at sellingrocketcity.com and you can find links to all of those ways to get in touch with me. I'd be more than happy to answer any of your questions. And I hope that you find these podcasts helpful. And if you're in the market to buy or sell your home, I would love to have the opportunity to speak with you and be your realtor. 
And if, like I said, if you have any questions, please feel free to get in touch with me. And thank you so much for listening. And I'll have another podcast next week. Thanks.